Good morning, kind folks. It's time for the KPMR Morning News Update for Friday, February 25th. I'm Steve Baker. We'll hear the president of the Nevada Joint Union High School Teachers Association talk about Nevada Union's Thursday closure. More on that in a moment, but first, here's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, sunny, high near 54. Tonight, low of 30. Saturday, mostly sunny and a high of 58. Sunday could reach 60 and will be mostly cloudy. Slight chance of rain Tuesday through Thursday. And Sacramento, after frost today, sunny and a high near 60. Tonight, low 33. Saturday, widespread frost after 5 a.m. to about 8 a.m., mostly sunny and a high of 63. Truckee Tahoe today, sunny, high 34. Tonight, low 5 degrees. Saturday, 43 and mostly sunny. Placerville today, sunny skies, a high of 54. Angels Camp today, 56 and mostly sunny. Nevada County Public Health reports 16 new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday. Out of 15,845 cases since the start of the pandemic, 125 are active, 20 people are hospitalized. Well, Nevada Union High School was closed for instruction yesterday because as many as 40 teachers stayed away, many for the second day in a row. This follows the Nevada Union Joint High School District Board voting 3-1 to one with one abstention on Tuesday evening to remove mask requirements and provide education on mask wearing only, contrary to an earlier agreement that requires the school to comply with state health guidelines. Teachers say they weren't consulted about the mask mandate change. Here's a portion of KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza's Thursday afternoon interview with President of the Nevada Joint Union High School Teachers Association. Mr. Mayor, today, Kelly Roden, principal of Nevada Union High School, announced that Nevada Union High School would be closed today due to teacher absences. Could you tell me a bit more about the situation? So I I will start with saying that this is not an organized action, that this is individual teachers expressing their frustration with how the decision went down with the board on Tuesday. We have an MOU with them that says our district will make decisions about COVID protocols based on public health and safety guidelines. And they just violated the entire collective bargaining process in doing that. So that's what this is about. This is not about masking itself. This is not about even COVID protocols overall, but this is about the collective bargaining process and honoring our contract and collective agreements. District Superintendent Brett McFadden has said that refusal to comply to the mandate by students and parents and the lack of a mechanism to enforce the mandate has become, quote, untenable. What are your thoughts about that statement? Um, I don't think it is our job to decide how it is enforced, but we do need support from the district to say that we will enforce the law because we are liable for it. You've said that teachers are upset about what they see as a violation of contract and the collective bargaining process. Could you elaborate on that? So the terms of the contract are very clear by design. And for this one in particular, that we will follow state and public health guidelines because they are the experts on that. We are not. So another provision of that is that when those guidelines change, we will renegotiate the terms of the contract. And the guidance from those organizations has not changed. The board choosing this unilaterally, um, teachers weren't consulted, public health wasn't consulted, you know, our one medical practitioner employed by the district wasn't consulted. So, so this jumps that whole process. 
of collective bargaining. The entire interview will be on the kvmr.org website as a podcast. Circle, the South Yuba River Citizens League, has released the results of a survey it conducted in October to assess concerns of locals about increased visitation to the Yuba. More than 500 people responded to the survey, which asked respondents about their concerns and the measures they would like to see put into place to address the ever-growing number of people visiting the Yuba. Melinda Booth, Circle's executive director, saying the results reinforced how important efforts to protect the Yuba are and will inform future initiatives and collaborations. Survey results indicate that community members have high level of concern regarding increased trash, fire danger, overcrowding, traffic, and degraded water quality. The results indicated that significant support exists for increased enforcement of rules meant to mitigate these effects. Many respondents shared that their response to increased visitation is to go to the river less or not at all. 71% said they go less frequently. 39% say they have stopped going altogether. The results of the survey can be found at yubariver.org. And this from the Sacramento Bee. Turns out Hank the Tank got a bad rap. The rotund black bear that captured international attention won't be killed or moved from Lake Tahoe after all, at least for now. On Thursday, state wildlife officials issued a pardon and vindication of sorts for the 500-pound black bear that they had originally said was solely responsible for burglarizing nearly three dozen homes in the Tahoe Keys neighborhood of South Lake Tahoe over the past few months. Officials with the California Department of Fish and Wildlife saying Thursday that DNA samples collected from the properties showed that at least two other large black bears had broken into some of the homes. As a result, the distinctive bear with a light brown muzzle and an inky black beach ball-shaped body won't be killed or relocated to another area or to a sanctuary. Options state officials had been weighing as they decided what to do about the habitual bear burglar. Birthdays today include CBS newsman Bob Schaefer, 85, actress Diane Baker, no relation, is 84, talk show host Sally Jesse Raphael turns 80, musician-actor John Doe of X is 69, and actors James and Oliver Phelps from the Harry Potter films are now age 36. Thanks to KVMR's Joyce Miller for providing content for this newscast. Now stay tuned for more great music on the Friday Morning Show with the birthday girl herself, Cherry Ann Van Dyke.